Good morning, and welcome to Simply Space. It's Saturday, February 10th. On today's show, Greece signs up to the U.S. Artemis Space Cooperation Accords, and the space race launches the story of black astronauts. Plus, Europe's Space Technology Center bolsters power infrastructure for advanced space activities. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with an exciting development in international space cooperation, as Greece has become the 35th country to join the U.S. Artemis Space Cooperation Accords. The agreement was signed in a ceremony attended by Foreign Minister George Petritus of Greece and Secretary of State Antony Blinken of the United States. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about the Artemis Accords and what this means for Greece? Certainly, David. The Artemis Accords are a set of principles for peaceful, sustainable, and transparent cooperation in space. By signing up, Greece is expressing its commitment to these principles and its intention to collaborate with the United States and other signatories in space exploration and activities. And what does this mean in terms of the relationship between the United States and Greece? This agreement was signed as part of the fifth strategic dialogue between the two countries, which aims to deepen their collaboration. Foreign Minister Gera Petridis of Greece emphasized the importance of the Artemis Accords in strengthening the bond between the two nations, not only on Earth, but also in space. Secretary of State Blinken echoed this sentiment stating that the partnership between the U.S. and Greece is the strongest it's ever been. What other areas of cooperation were highlighted during this dialogue? The dialogue touched on several areas of mutual interest and cooperation. These include promoting peace and stability, standing with Ukraine, defending freedom of navigation in the Red Sea, confronting terrorism, providing humanitarian assistance, and responding to natural disasters. They also discussed bolstering transatlantic defense and security through their Mutual Defense Cooperation Agreement, strengthening NATO, and the sale of F-35 jets to Greece. Additionally, they talked about accelerating the clean energy transition and combating climate change together. It seems like a comprehensive dialogue. How significant is Greece's participation in the Artemis Accords for the global space community? Greece's participation is indeed significant. As the 35th country to join the Artemis Accords, Greece is contributing to the growing global consensus on the principles of peaceful and cooperative space exploration. This not only strengthens the Artemis Accords, but also sends a positive message to other nations considering joining. Thanks for joining us, Abby. Now, let's shift our focus from the present to the past, specifically to the contributions of Black citizens to space flights. Nat Geo's The Space Race is shedding light on this lesser-known aspect of space history. The story begins in 1959 in a largely segregated America when NASA introduced its first seven astronauts, all of whom were white. However, the narrative took a turn once President John F. Kennedy came into office. To discuss this in more detail, we have James with us. Can you tell us more about this, James? Certainly, David. President Kennedy made the space race to the moon a priority but he also prioritized integrating the astronaut program. This led to Ed Dwight, a test pilot like the other astronauts of the era, 
overcoming institutional resistance to enter the program. However, despite Kennedy's push, Dwight was not chosen for the next batch of astronauts, and he left the space program entirely after Kennedy's assassination in 1963. That's quite a story. How does Ed Dwight reflect on this experience today? At 90, Dwight remains a vigorous presence. He recently shared in an interview that he was hopeful of going into space and didn't realize until later how unfair the process had been to him. Despite not being chosen for spaceflight, he was part of another space program created by Kennedy called the MLL program. Dwight completed astronaut training through this program, and while NASA did select people from this program, Dwight was not among them. He later became a successful sculptor and was named an honorary Space Force member in 2020. And what about other black astronauts who came after Dwight? One notable example is Leland Melvin, who retired as an astronaut in 2014. Melvin never imagined becoming an astronaut, but once he joined the program, he was eager to fly. Despite an injury that initially disqualified him, he managed to get a waiver and flew twice. Today, he focuses on inspiring the next generation of kids to see themselves as astronauts. It's inspiring to see how these individuals have paved the way for future generations. When and where can viewers watch The Space Race? The Space Race airs on Febema 12th on Nat Geo and will be available for streaming the next day on Hulu and Disney+. Thanks for those insights, James. Speaking of forward-looking developments, let's shift our focus to the European Space Research and Technology Center, or STEC. They're making strides in infrastructure development to meet current and future energy demands, including the installation of a comprehensive underground cable system designed to deliver the required energy to several buildings across the STEC compound. Celeste, our correspondent, is here to delve into this development. Can you tell us more about this infrastructure upgrade? Certainly, David. The new underground cable system at STEC is quite impressive. Each cable features a design with three wires and a screen, capable of delivering the necessary energy to multiple buildings. The cables are arranged in a ring configuration, which adds an extra layer of reliability and resilience, safeguarding against potential power disruptions that could impact critical space mission preparations and testing activities. And how does this system integrate with the rest of the EASTEC site? The cables are integrated with more than 28 10kV power stations, alongside multiple transformers and gear switches. This sophisticated electrical distribution system is designed to distribute power throughout the EASTEC site and adjust voltage levels as necessary to meet the varied requirements of the center's diverse facilities. This includes everything from the test center for satellites, which demands specific current, voltage, and stability conditions, to the suite of technical laboratories and ventilation systems, and even the more conventional needs of offices and meeting rooms. So this is a significant enhancement to STEC's infrastructure. How does it fit into the broader context of the center's operations? This upgrade is part of STEC's ongoing commitment to maintaining its status as a premier facility for space technology development and testing in Europe. The power upgrade underscores the critical importance of reliable infrastructure to support the complex and energy-intensive processes involved in satellite testing and space research. As ESA continues to push the boundaries of space exploration, the robust power infrastructure at STEC ensures that the facility remains equipped to meet the challenges of future space missions.
I understand that the installation of these power cables is also being highlighted in a special way. Can you tell us more about that? Yes, the installation of these power cables is highlighted as one of the 99 objects of Issei Eastech, a collection that showcases significant artifacts and achievements that narrate the facility's history and contributions to space exploration and technology over more than half a century. This collection, which includes the newly installed power cables, offers a unique insight into the technological advancements and infrastructural developments that underpin the success of Europe's space missions. That was Simply Space reporter Celeste sharing fascinating insights. Speaking of space, Greece and the U.S. have taken their partnership to new heights, quite literally, as they advance their cooperation on space exploration. Greek Foreign Minister Georgios Garapatridis recently signed the Artemis Accords at the 5th U.S.-Greece Strategic Dialogue, joining the U.S. and 33 other nations in a shared vision for safe, peaceful, and sustainable space exploration. Here to delve into this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Space. Michael, can you tell us more about these Artemis Accords and what they mean for Greece and the U.S.? Certainly, David. The Artemis Accords are a series of bilateral agreements between the United States and other countries aimed at establishing a legal and practical framework for lunar exploration and beyond. By signing these accords, Greece has committed to advancing a shared vision for space exploration alongside the U.S. and 33 other nations. This is a significant step for Greece, which is already an important member of the European Space Agency. What was the reaction from the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony J. Blinken, to Greece joining the Artemis Accords? Secretary Blinken expressed his enthusiasm for Greece's involvement, stating that the coalition will be stronger with Greece. He praised Greece's contributions to the next generation of communications technology and its leadership in using small satellites to monitor Earth's environment and improve our understanding of climate change. He also highlighted the historical contributions of Greece and its space experts, including Greek-American physicist Tom Krimigis, who helped NASA conduct experiments on all major planets in our solar system. And what about the Greek foreign minister, Georgios Gerapatridis? What did he have to say about this partnership? Gerapatridis emphasized the need for global cooperation based on ethical commitments under international law. He spoke about the importance of cultivating bilateral ties and transatlantic cooperation. He also mentioned Greece's support for EU enlargement to the Western Balkans and Ukraine and the respect for international law and the law of the seas. He further discussed Greece's position in relation to the Middle East and its ability to work constructively to prevent further humanitarian deterioration. It seems like this partnership goes beyond just space exploration. Indeed, David. While the signing of the Artemis Accords is a significant milestone in space exploration, it also underscores the broader cooperation between Greece and the U.S. on various fronts, including peace and stability, defense of freedom of navigation, efforts to confront terrorism, and provision of humanitarian assistance. That's certainly a partnership to watch. Thanks for that report, Michael. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow.